Tracy Barnett there from her uh, latest offering, uh, which I've just completely forgotten the name. Uh, Eyes Forward, that's what it's called. Um, I'm trying to do several things at once, which is why I'm fumbling here. But my guests in the studio joining me now, uh, the Dream Team, I'm calling them. Um, But uh, Ellen, James and Tony, welcome along. Is everything working? We hope so. Yeah, it looks like it. Looks, hey, looks well. like it. Good morning and welcome along to the program. Alan Smith, James Carpenter, Tony Lee, the Dream Team for the Shire elections. Um, now, we were just talking just before we went on air there about the amount of people that vote in the Shire elections. And um, that's a curious point because Tony was saying, what were you saying, about 28%? Yeah, less than 28% uh, voted at the last election. That was two years ago, um, and the election before that, so four years ago, I think it was, uh, you know, sort of just a bit over 27% or something like that that voted. So very few people uh, actually vote. And, yeah, I, I mean, I find that quite incredible. Well, let, let's just take it down to grassroots. Why, why is it so important? I think it's, well, we, we can see that the, for instance, the d- developments around town, I mean, uh, that, you know, the community want to have a say in and how important our, uh, I guess, Ashar councillors are in making those uh, decisions. So this is why it's important that, uh, you know, the community of Broome come out and, uh, and vote because they can have a say. Have a say. What do you think, James? Totally. Well, I've been to politics for a long time and uh, I, I know how important it is to vote and I, I, I keep going back to this, but, uh, you know, people fought and died for the right to vote. Um, Aboriginal people, women, nice. weren't always given the vote and I think it's uh, it's really important that people express express the power of it and uh, choose the people they want to represent them. That's, I, I love that response. Ellen, can you top that? I'll, I'll try. Uh, we have a lot of keyboard warriors in town and I think it would be really fantastic if they got out from behind the keyboards and down to the uh, Shire offices to vote. Uh, last election, we saw the difference between the people got, that got in and the people that missed out was just two votes. It was, it's so close right. every time. And so every single vote matters. Oh, Everyone's voice matters. I, I'm really wrapped with that question I just threw at you. Those were <laughs> three fantastic answers. Keyboard warriors, that is so true. Everyone's uh, hiding behind the periscope of Facebook, but um, too concerned to come off their couches. The armchair warriors, good stuff. Okay, so look, um, I've got your flyer in front of me right here, and we're looking at uh, uh, your objectives. Let's say you key you key objectives. Obviously, there's a, there's lots of them, but you've each uh, outlined three of your objectives in each personal profiling here. Let's start with Tony. Tell us tell us what your three main objectives are if you get in. Yeah, look, uh, one of the things I think uh, for me is about, um, you know, uniting Broome. I think is that uh, over the years we've seen that uh, Broome has uh, changed, it's evolved. Um, and look, that happens uh, across communities right across Australia. We know that. But I think Broome has had quite a rapid growth and the demographics have, have changed. So I think is... Sure. There needs to be a, uh, if I can say, bringing together of uh, of our diverse community, you know, uh, and and everyone being part of it, 
you know, is um, we're not all going to agree. But the thing is, the important thing is, is that um, we can respect each other, but uh, also understand, I guess, Broome's history, its culture, uh, those things I think are extremely important. And we need to make sure that those things are certainly part of uh, our future and our development. So that's, that's one thing, Will. The other thing is around, obviously, community safety and uh, you know, we, we've we've been talking to numerous people uh, right across uh, Broome, from uh, you know the stallholders at uh, the Saturday markets, through to uh, small business operators, through to members of the community. You know, both Indigenous and non-Indigenous, and community safety is obviously probably the top priority. Sure. And uh, you know, we certainly have got uh, you know different ideas in terms of how that might be achieved. I mean, certainly for me is we need to increase our uh, Shire Ranger resources. I mean, um, that's extremely important. We've seen, you know, the turnover there that's occurred, but also having, uh, uh, you know, community patrols as well. So that security patrols, um, because we know that other councils uh, have, have, those, particularly in the metropolitan area. The other thing I think is also is to look at, uh, you know, and, and we, we've seen things that uh, aren't working and, you know, one of the things that I'd certainly like to look at is uh, the idea of curfews as well. Um, you know, if we can, we, we shouldn't throw those things out. We should look at all of the different options. Um, and, you know, finally for me, I guess sort of, uh, you know, I think that um, we need to diversify uh, our economy as well, you know, is that uh, in terms of tourism, I think there are a lot of things that we could develop. And I mean, the dinosaurs, I went last week to uh, to the open day there. And I think that uh, th that's a, if I can say a prime example where we could certainly see, you know, not only, um, I guess, uh, such things as an interpretive uh, centre being built, but also the education, um, the, uh, you know, development, I guess, of uh, higher education, etc. So, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the dinosaur print seems to be this beautiful resource that's just not capitalised on Absolutely. But we have to do it, I think, Will, in a way which is uh, sustainable and also which uh, doesn't destroy um, our you know, unique world heritage that sure. we have here. Yeah. I think that's the thing. And the reach of that development should be much more than just one sector of our community. And I think we can do that and we can start right at the schools. You yeah. Know? Fantastic. Mm. Um, I noticed what you said there about uh, community safety. Of course, that's that's probably top on every single Broome resident's priority list, even if you're a tourist, um, because it's off the hook. And um, I notice uh, even curfews is, is a word that's thrown around, but it, it's kind of reached that stage, hasn't it? I'm sure you're not the only one who's thinking that. Absolutely, and we're all going to have different views on this. But I think is that uh, is is to be able to say, well, what is working and what isn't, you know, and then to uh, say, well, okay, let's look at um, you know wide ranging, uh, I guess, sort of initiatives 
And it has to be more than just about, uh, if I can say, detention. It has to be about uh, preventative. Sure. Uh, it has to be about rehabilitation as well as uh, detention. And not just for the young people, but also, I think, uh, you know, with families, caregivers, the community. Uh, because you can't have uh, kids, uh, you know, being, if I can say, put back into a, if an unsafe or dysfunctional situation. So, you know, and I'm sure that Alan and my other uh, friends will also, you know, running partners, will talk about uh, safe houses, which we yeah. also need. So. Hot topic, isn't it? Ellen, what, what are your views on that and community safety? Yeah, certainly. Thanks, Will. Uh, following on from Tony's point there, I'm a real advocate for needing to find um, a safe alternative for kids who are on the streets. If we are going to bring in a curfew or something like that, we can't expect to be taking the kids back to their home environment if those environments are unsafe. And so I'm a real advocate for the establishment um, of a youth crisis accommodation centre. And I think if, if we had something like that in place, it would obviously need a lot of wraparound services to support kids, um, you know, in their, in their journey and pathway back out of a crisis accommodation centre. But it's absolutely, absolutely essential to, to be able to, I guess, start somewhere. There's, ne there's never going to be a silver bullet to this issue. It's so complex and convoluted. But we need to start somewhere. And I think that's, that's certainly a good place. I'm also, um, keen to explain that I've I've been talking to the, some of the service providers like the PCYC as well as the WA police that are based up in Broome in their youth youth team and there's some really great initiatives that they've got ticking along in their heads that don't necessarily have the funding to deliver. Uh, in particular the PCYC has pointed to a lot of kids having um, not necessarily engaging in sporting activities. Not every kid loves to play footy and basketball, but there's other alternatives such as a youth technology hub, which would be a really cool initiative to engage kids and also potentially provide a reward mechanism um, for, for good behaviour. So there's lots of, um, I think, initiatives that are out there that need leadership and direction from the Shire in order to progress them and get them off the ground. Sure. I like the sounds of that. One thing I, I just saw on your fly there, which I quite like, is, is very old school, Neighbourhood Watch. Yeah, for sure. It, for sure. It seems to have fallen away and I think there's elements of it in Facebook groups, like lots of little streets or suburbs have got their own sort of Facebook group that fulfills a sort of a similar sort of purpose. And I think it would be great if we could formalize that. Um, my thinking is imagine if we had if we had a map, um, an interactive map that people could upload um, incidences or concerns that they've got that both is accessible by the community and the police so that we could see in real time where people are moving through our suburbs and our town in order to, I guess, you know, be prepared. Mitigate it. And mitigate it, exactly, yeah. I like that idea, the interaction between the police and community instead of the, the phone call, which you obviously need to make, but if it's something that can be tracked and we're all in the one hub. That's a great idea. Neighbourhood Watch seems to be one of those things that falls away, and I wonder if it's because Broome is such a transient place, people come and go so quickly, nobody wants to get to know each other next door because they'll be gone in a minute anyway. It's it's hard to know. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been in Broome for six years, and I have found the community to be extremely welcoming, 
And I think a lot of locals recognise that there is that transient element to it, but there's still the stalwarts. You know, there's people oh, that are in our streets um, that are there for the long term. I'm here for the long term, absolutely. And if those people can, you know, open, with open arms, as we felt when we first came to town, embrace newcomers to the community and encourage them to engage in these sorts of platforms, I think as a community we can come together and solve this issue collectively. Awesome. That sounds pretty damn encouraging. James, how's the baby kissing going? Lots of screaming going on, Will, I can tell you. Um, no, it's been good. It's been an interesting uh, process. I, I've been supporting uh, people aspiring to... Uh, political office, but uh, I have never been on the on the horse myself, so it's been yeah. been really interesting. Uh, met lots of some really great people at our community barbecues that we've had. Um, people, you know, with the the courage to come down and uh, and have a chat and and put their views to us and and listen to what we have to say as well. It's really encouraging to to see people engaging like that. So I think we had. 40 people at the last one at uh, Solway Park in Cable Beach there, which uh, probably coincided with dog walking time, I'd say. But, uh, <laughs> but it was uh, it was a really, really good little get-together and we heard Political lots of, agenda. Lots of, lots of interesting things. A lot of things on the agenda, obviously the community crime aspect, the youth crime stuff. Um, but it, it also, there's you know, a lot of people talking about the uh, the issues for people who are retired or coming to retirement age and the lack of facilities and the lack of uh, options for them to move into as they oh. get older. And I think that's definitely something that Ashaya should be looking at. Um, I think I think there's a lot of people that live here who feel they've been left behind by, by our current administration, and uh, that we can uh, we can do a lot of things to help people who actually live here um, and make a difference for them. Look, that's that's some awesome stuff there from the three of you. We'll move on from the crime thing because we could. I mean, we could be here for weeks talking about that because I want to talk about some old school stuff here. Um, the sustainable solutions for renewable energy. Let's let's crack into that just for a second. What do you got in mind for that? Oh well, look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of uh, of uh, all um, renewable energy sources. I think uh, the fossil fuel age is over. Uh, I think there's no denying that climate change exists, and that we have no time to do something about it. Uh, I think as humanity, we have we have the options. Uh, as a shire, I, I, you know, we have things that we can do. We can encourage the take up of uh, of uh, solar energy and look at in renewables as well. I, I'm a big fan of community power plants. I think uh, Broome is an ideal size for that kind of thing, and uh, I think a progressive shire would be looking at those kind of things rather than you know building monuments sure i, I make no bones about uh, being along the same page as you but i i'm quite surprised at speaking that we i know we are on the dinosaur coast but it blows me away that there are even in the broom community so many dinosaurs that won't let go of this and are are plugging the uh, the the future in coal. Uh, so, how do you think you'll go against the, those dinosaurs in particular with this flying that flag of renewable energy? Do you think there's more of us out there than there are of them? I think there's a, a whole range of people out there who have the intelligence enough to understand what science is saying. Yeah. Good response. Okay, and now the big one, the one that I only care about and disregard everything else at all, bringing back. The Verge Side Collection. Let's talk about that. Thanks, Will. I guess it's it's part of again. I, I see this as a green initiative, but also I think um, I think it's an equity involved in this. I think uh, a lot of people don't have the resources to be able to go to the tip. Um, and so we see a lot of rubbish left along the side of the road, a lot of dumping in town, sure. which is appalling. And um, I think there'd be a lot of people that don't equate that. The, 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 the two things, you know, there's some beautiful bushlands around Broome where there's piles of fridges and all manner of stuff. Yeah, and look, I think I think people need to have self responsibility as well. I don't I don't uh, think people need to get away with doing that. I think it's an abhorrent thing to do. Um, but I think the reality is that without any kind of 
a simple option, then that's what people will end up doing. So I think, uh, you know, I go down to where my mum lives down in Perth and they have a verge side to clean up. They have a green waste cleanup. Several. Uh, and, and I think it's, it's something that, you know, it's a bit of a responsibility shy. And again, I think it's putting back to the people that live here. Sure. And, um, you know, uh, without going on about this, when I first got here, there was a green waste pickup. That seemed to have just slipped away uh, and people kicked off about that. But now there's no verge side. And, well, I think, you know, that sort of probably sums up the situation that we have is that there are different priorities within council. And I guess from our perspective is, is that we see those things, particularly from a community perspective as being extremely important and and being preventative i mean in terms of uh you know the uh the you know cyclone cleanups or the verge cleanups i mean pickups those things are preventative so that we aren't then spending a hell of a lot of resources one in you know the rangers going around and trying to uh police that or that people are being prosecuted etc why aren't we being proactive in that space so i think they're the sorts of things that we would certainly want to see from a community perspective you know um and the needs there yeah i guess uh, budgetarily it, it it adds up if if there is a cleanup then you're not uh, using other resources policing the ramifications of no cleanup absolutely and the prosecutions that uh, may or may not happen sure time and resources of the people so i was actually out just over the yeah. weekend on the road verge myself cleaning up rubbish as i regularly do this actually is a good service that the shire provides in that they offer free garbage bags um, you can go out to the road verges anyone can do it pick a patch i've chosen my patch between Muggabulla and fairway drive along right. the binge and you fill up your orange garbage bags and leave them on the side of the road and then call the Shire and they'll come around and collect them. So, there you go. I wonder how yeah. many people knew about that. As a bit of a, um exercise junkie myself, when I run along all of our pathways and cycle along the roadsides, I get super frustrated by it and uh, I'm not one to sit back and leave things to fester. I need to get out there and um, solve these problems. So I think there's there's an education element to it and a behavioural change element that we need to try totally. and tap into. Totally. Um, but also our community can I mean, if they're it. starting to do that in Bali, uh, at least we can do it here. Yeah. I'm very much the same. I'll take the Sulo bin out and have a wheel up and down my road, but I never realised that that was a, a thing, that if you fill an orange bag, they'll come and get it for you. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Well, look, thanks so much. I mean, without being biased, you got my vote. I voted for you the other day anyway, so it's all good. But um, just tell us again, how long have people got to actually make the commitment to just take two minutes out of your day, go down to the Shire office and fill out a form? Uh, how long have they got? Yeah, the uh, Shire elections, um, the final day is the 16th, Saturday the 16th of October, 6 p.m., uh, but... Uh, between now and then, uh, during uh, business hours, between uh, 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. each day, people can go and vote. So that's early voting, which means that you avoid the rush, uh, etc. But uh, I guess that uh, Will would also say is that how important it is, uh, you know, to bring somebody else along uh, with you to vote. Uh, you know, as James said earlier, it's extremely important, you know, uh, to exercise uh, your democratic right to vote. And so many people uh, have died for that, you uh, know. That's and, a fantastic uh, yeah. uh, reminder of the yeah. reality. Yeah. So many people died to give yeah. you the right to vote. Yeah. It's not hard. Yes. Um, is there any way that a lot of people have left for the wet or are, are away during this time? 
can they absentee vote in any form at all? There's uh, postal voting, um, and postal voting's still coming in, So, and people can also re- still request it. Um, you're going to be struggling for time at the moment, I'd say, to get it in and, uh, in and out, but uh, right. definitely postal voting. We're still in the dark ages in regards to using the internet for this kind of thing. A lot of councils have moved online, um, so uh, we'll see where we go with that. But, uh, yeah, you, uh, you can still do postal votes. Sure. All right. Well, listen, thanks very much, you guys. Alan Smith, James Carpenter, Tony Lee putting their hands up and their hearts on their sleeves for the Shire elections. Wish you all the best and thanks so much for coming in today. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will.